How do you name a holding company? Well, first, what is a holding company? A holding company is a business, an LLC or a corporation, that holds assets, but it does not engage in operations or business activities that could result in it being sued. So let's imagine, for example, you have a health club, a fitness club, a fitness facility, or a, a gym. And that gym has a bunch of members. But in order to fill the gym with equipment, you had to buy the equipment. Now what some people will do is they won't have a holding company. They'll just have one LLC. That will be the business. You fill the gym with all the, the equipment. But then if there's a lawsuit, you have a threat of losing all that equipment if you are found liable for the lawsuit. So I'll give you an example. Let's say one piece of equipment breaks down and it breaks down on a really busy day. And one of the members or customers comes up to the front desk and reports to one of your staff members that that piece of equipment is broken. They might even say, hey, it's kind of dangerous. Nobody should be using it right now. Well, let's say that staff member doesn't immediately walk over to that piece of equipment and put a sign on it saying, do not use. For whatever reason, that staff member gets distracted, doesn't get to it, and a couple hours later, somebody goes and uses that equipment and gets seriously injured. They then sue, or actually what happens is they typically go get medical treatment, submit those medical claims to their insurance company, and then their insurance company sues your business to reimburse for the medical expenses that they had to cover. So keep in mind, it's, it's often not even the member or the customer that's suing. It's their health insurance company that wants reimbursement for all the medical expenses. Because you might think, oh, my customers would never sue me. Well, a lot of times they don't have a choice. It's the insurance company that does that. Of course, the person could just pay out of pocket all their medical expenses. But for most people, that's not an option. They can't afford it. That's why they have health insurance. The health insurance company sues your gym. Now what? Well, if you have an insurance policy for that sort of injury, that insurance company would kick in. But let's assume for the sake of this scenario that you don't. We have this lawsuit come in, and now you have to hire an attorney. So that's expensive. You're going to pay out of pocket for that because you don't have an insurance policy. And unfortunately... In the scenario I set up here, you're probably going to lose. Why? Because your staff was told there was equipment that was defective and dangerous, and they didn't act reasonably. They didn't go put a sign on it telling people to don't use that equipment. They delayed and somebody got hurt. So that scenario lays out fairly typical negligence. Let's assume the court then rules that you were negligent or your business was. A judgment is now issued by the court. It's a piece of paper that says the company is negligent. The company owes money. What happens next? Well, the creditor, that's the person who won the lawsuit, the customer, can now ask the sheriff to have a sale of all of the company assets. So there is a legal process where the sheriff can go in and essentially freeze the assets and conduct an auction. 
The sheriff typically gets a percentage of the proceeds from the auction. The remainder of the money goes to the creditor. The auctions publicly advertise, etc. So as you can see in this big scenario, you had a lot of equipment that can now be lost to a creditor. So if it was a small business or $1,000 of equipment, you probably don't care. But if it's $100,000 of equipment or more, it may make sense to have a separate company hold that equipment. So if there's a lawsuit against your gym, that separate company can't lose all of the equipment. That separate company is called a holding company. The idea is that it holds assets like gym equipment or real estate or other stuff. And ideally, it holds stuff that you're not going to get or it's not going to get sued over. So far, we're talking about holding companies. What are they? They're a separate business entity like an LLC or a corporation from the business that might get sued. So on the hypothetical here, a gym. Now, how do you name your holding company? What sort of name should you do? So, for example, if your gym is uh, called Strength Fitness, do you call it the holding company Strength Fitness Holding Company? No. And I'll explain why. Imagine there is an attorney who is preparing a lawsuit for the health insurance company to sue you or your business for defective equipment. They're going to check in the Secretary of State's listing or whatever state you're in for the listing of businesses, and they might type in Strength Fitness. Well, two hits would come up, Strength Fitness LLC and Strength Fitness Holding Company LLC. And that attorney is going to go, hmm, we maybe should sue both of them. And then in discovery, we'll figure out who's actually liable and who has assets, etc., so you don't want to pick a holding company name that's very similar to your business name. Now, another related question that business owners often ask is, well, should I pick something like in my own name or maybe like related to my name or my kid's name? So for example, if the business owner's name is Susie Smith, should it be Susie Smith Holdings LLC? No, I don't recommend that either because if a creative attorney is about to do a lawsuit and they type your name into the business search records, they're probably going to find your holding company. In fact, sometimes a holding company name comes up in discovery. It is a best practice to have the holding company name something totally unrelated to you that nobody would think of for you. Now, sometimes I've heard people say, well, what about like a favorite sports team or the street I grew up on or something like that? I don't re recommend any of those because they can be tied back to you. And I've seen where business owners try to get cute with the name. And then unfortunately, somebody finds that holding company and decides to bring legal action against it. Now, you might be able to win, but imagine now having to hire a whole separate attorney in many cases to defend that holding company. So if you're naming a holding company, pick a name that has nothing to do with you. I've seen 123 Birch LLC, or geographic terms can work well, like Everest Holdings LLC, 
or Topeka Holdings, LLC. In fact, you may not even want to put the word holdings in it. I'd recommend that you don't because when you put the word holdings, it's kind of like putting a target on there saying, hey, this entity has assets. If you can find a, a creative basis to sue it, go after it. So many times you won't even put holdings on it. You'll know it's a holding company because it's where you put all your assets, but you're going to just give it a very generic name. So to kind of recap here, the holding company's name should not have the name of your business or anything similar to it. It should not have your name or any nickname or fun little thing that could be connected to you. And it should not have holding company or holdings in it. You want a name that it doesn't attract attention. So that answers the question of how to name a holding company. I'm Aaron Hall, an attorney for business owners and entrepreneurial companies. You can find more about me at AaronHall.com. You can get the free download we talked about earlier at AaronHall.com free. And if you have questions to follow up from today, feel free to put them in the comments section below. I'll either address them in a future live video session or I'll use your questions to create an entirely separate video to uh, help you and other business owners, educating you to help make your company better and hopefully improve your success in life. It was a pleasure talking with you here today.